Monday Night Live in Lexington. How is everybody tonight? Let's do a, sh a sound check for uh, the people on YouTube. That's what this this is for, the people on YouTube. I know Facebook can hear me okay because that's streaming off of my phone. So, um, dug up an old uh, microphone out of <laughs> the drawer and the attachments for it wouldn't work so i'm gonna have to hold it tonight I'll, I'll figure something out later but um yeah hey monday night and this has been woo, a, a really roller coaster of a ride this weekend with the tornado and the devastation to mayfield kentucky and uh all the other areas that the uh, storm went through. I mean, this was something that started in Tennessee and just ravaged all the way up through mid-Kentucky. So it was really, uh, you know, further than Mayfield. But I, but I think, uh, you know, Mayfield was the center of the, the most amount of devastation, I think. And uh, I do have a ton of family out in Mayfield. So we were extremely worried about um, everybody out there. So let me make sure that everything is working here. I don't know if the chat box is going to work for YouTube tonight on here. So if uh, there are people joining on YouTube that the chat box isn't um, coming up for. Sorry about that. Um, I'll tell you what I can do, though. I can look over here and see if um, the chat box will come up on the YouTube viewer. Let's see if that will work. Oh, maybe I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll come up there. So I will just check back on this page every now and then and see if I have any comments there that I can answer. Um, let's see. Let's leave it on that for now. <laughs> hey, now you guys over here joining on Facebook. Uh, let's do some quick shout outs. Sonia Moore, Susan Nisi, uh, Lori Janae Preston. Um, Let's see who I, now the the chat box is really weird on here too, and uh, if I try to scroll, sometimes it doesn't want to do it. We just are having all kinds of technical difficulties tonight, aren't we? That's okay. We got a roof over our head and a hot water heater, and I'm not going to complain about anything. <laughs> okay. Our topic tonight is kids and cameras. 
why do children see more apparitions and why do cameras pick up more uh, anomalies than our eyes? We're going to go into that. I wanted to kind of lump both of those into uh, the same show because uh, they're kind of the same, really. Hey to Shannon Pate Miller. Good to see you tonight. And uh, Janice Shelton, good to see you, although it will not let me do a wave to you. There. <laughs> yes, it will. I will make it do a wave. I will. Okay. Um, let's, let's talk about our eyesight. And mine ain't that good. Trust me. Okay. So why do, let's go into, first, why do cameras pick up more light anomalies than our eyes? Our eyes aren't that great, you guys. Our eyes are kind of crappy. When you look at all of the other animals on the planet and the wavelengths of light that they see, our eyes are really quite limited. And so I don't know if you've ever heard of the visible light spectrum. But that's exactly what it means. What light is visible to our eyes? And I'm checking in on uh, YouTube to make sure there's no comments here. Okay. I just don't think the chat boxes are going to work tonight, except on Facebook over here. Uh, so the visible light spectrum is the segment of electromagnetic spectrum that the human eye can view. Now, it's known that honeybees, dogs, cats, and horses can see all those wavelengths of light that we can't. So the range of the wavelength that we see is called visible light. And then there's a wavelengths that we can't see, and that's called non-visible light. So typically, the human eye can detect wavelengths from 380 to 700 nanometers, okay? And that's because the cone cells in our eyes are kind of categorized in short, medium, and long, and, and they classify them as S, M, and L exactly for the wavelength, short wavelength, medium wavelength, and long wavelength. So the shorter wavelengths are the bluer wave, uh, waves, and the longer wavelengths are the red. And so the light that actually makes up a human spirit is infrared and the ultraviolet wavelengths. And these are specifically wavelengths of light that we cannot see with the eyes that we have. Now, here's the reason why cameras pick that up. And if you guys want to ask questions we'll go ahead and i'll try to catch these here on uh facebook a uh, sh shout out to brenda citrus and i think oh janice uh, good to see you on here and if i try to scroll it just goes in a circle and won't show me the new comments so i have to wait for the next comment to pop up and click on it so we're gonna Okay, so we're just going to have technical difficulties tonight, and the YouTube chat box isn't working, so nobody on YouTube will be able to answer, ask a question. So, those of you that are on YouTube and you want to ask something, 
just type it in the comments and I will try to answer that question after the show. All right. <laughs> we have overcome so many challenges this evening with technology. Um, so the camera, back to the camera. Why does the camera pick up more wavelengths of light? It's the aperture on the camera. So the aperture refers to the opening of the lens's diaphragm through which light passes. And it's calibrated in, in what we call f-stops. And generally, the lower the number of f-stop gives more exposure because they represent larger apertures. Okay, so the higher the number on your f-stop, the smaller the aperture, but the lower the number on your f-stop is the wider aperture. Now, our eyes can only dilate to an aperture of 2.4, 2.1, okay? But the aperture on, you know, just simple cameras uh, are at 1.4 which is so much wider than what our eyes can dilate. So the aperture on the camera is picking up more and more light and it's able to detect more light. And because spirits are made of light, those ultraviolet and those infrared uh, wavelengths and the bioluminescence, it is going to pick up light anomalies that we can't see. Okay, I'm going to try this again. Hey to Don Reynolds. And uh, Rob says, dropping some gems tonight. Blessings. Good to see you, Rob. And uh, Jennifer Hope is watching. I, I See, I touched the screen and the, and the name went away. So a lot of times when you are sensing that a spirit is there, it's a really good idea to go ahead and uh, get your phone camera, or if you have another camera, grab that and go ahead and start filming. You may pick up something with the aperture widened on the camera that you cannot see. So it's worth picking up the phone and starting to either take pictures or doing a video because the aperture on your uh, camera is typically 1.4. Remember the lower the number, the wider that is it is accepting light. And the dilation or aperture on our eyes, the lowest that it gets is a 2.1. So there's a lot of stuff that you could capture on your camera that you will never see with your eyes. And so that's a, another reason why you should always try to use your camera, even if you can't see anything. If you are sensing something or you're picking something up through gut feeling, go ahead and grab that camera. Now, all the forms of non-visible life I'd like to kind of touch on just to, just to show you kind of how much we're missing out on. There's a whole world out there that we're missing out on. So other forms of non-visible light are radio waves, microwaves, infrared radiation, ultraviolet light, x-rays, gamma rays, 
So there's a lot of stuff going on around us that we just can't see and we can't uh, pick up on except by gut feeling. So that is why uh, cameras can see more light anomalies than we can. Now let's take a look at why do kids pick up on more spirits and ghosts than we do. Let me check for questions and I'm trying to scroll and it's just going in a circle. Sorry. <laughs> Go figure that. And let me try this other page here. Okay. Hey to Yasmin Jadoon. Hey, how are you doing tonight? And uh, big shout out to Bella over here on YouTube. Yeah, that's not working. And so what I'm going to do is we'll just take that right off. <laughs> I want you to see my little Christmas ornaments here. So now when we are trying to communicate with spirits or when we see spirits, it's usually done on a subliminal subconscious wavelength. Okay. And so most often spirits will visit you in a dream because they are using a specific brainwave to communicate with. Now, the reason why children see and hear more spirits is because their brainwaves from the age of 0 to 12 are specifically in that brainwave range for communication. Now, I know on TV you've seen uh, people who are experts that say, you know, children are more pure, they're more near birth, and uh, they're communicating with spirits because of that, but that's not true. The mechanism of communication is a subconscious brainwave length, and children are naturally in that state of brainwave length until the age of 12. And so what happens at 12 is puberty sets in and that naturally elevates the brain waves. And that just naturally cuts off that communication unless you are natural medium like myself and you kind of stay in that brain wave. So let's go over what classically uh, the brain waves are for children uh, and so between the ages of zero to seven, and that's the programming years, that's when all the subconscious programming is taking place, the children will spend most of their time in alpha or theta wave, which is subconscious, slower brainwave communication. This is the same state a person is in when they are in hypnosis or meditation. So you may want to imagine that, you know, children are kind of, walking around in a permanent state of hypnosis, okay? And they're being programmed by the environment. They're open to suggestion, and this is a super learning state. And so oftentimes they will say they see, uh, you know, maybe a, a passed away grandmother or grandfather that they couldn't have possibly known, but yet they're able to describe that person uh, in extreme detail. So they are actually seeing them and communicating with them. Um, between birth and two years old, the human brain fun functions primarily 
in the lowest brainwave cycle, and that is what we call delta wave. It's 0.5 to 4 cycles per second. And delta waves uh, in adults are equated to deep sleep. And it really kind of explains why a newborn can't stay awake very long because, um, you know, they are mostly in delta wave. Even at the age of one, they awake more often, but they are still functioning primarily from the subconscious mind. Okay, that is right brain function. And so, you know, infants are mostly in right brain and very little to none of the left brain function. Now, delta wave is all uh, emotions and, and feeling, but also uh, delta wave is the brain wave that the baby is in while they're in the room. And so, they're receiving information from the mom through this delta wave feeling right brain function. So that, ex that really explains the connection kind of between the mother and child is more of an intuitive one when they are in the womb. And I, I wish I could see the questions, but I just can't. It won't let me. It just it goes in a damn circle. <laughs> Hey to Jennifer Johnson Bailey, or Jennifer Bailey Johnson. I'm going to try to do some waves if it will let me. Uh, Jennifer Hope Cropper. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, oh, it's not letting me. Heba Darling. Annette Southard. There are more on here I wish I could say hello to, but it is not going to let me. Ah! Okay, back to the science. Back to the science. Now, let's look at theta wave. Theta wave are the frequencies that measure four to eight cycles per second, and they are predominantly in children from ages of two to six, okay? And theta wave is connected to the internal world. It's the imagination, the daydreaming, um, still not showing signs of critical thinking at this point. This is strictly right brain. And it's, a, again, a super learning state where children are more open to suggestion. And the interesting thing about this, too, is this is the specific brainwave that spirits use to communicate. And it's also a specific brainwave that animals are in. So when you have a real intuitive connection to, let's say, your horse, your dog, your cat, it's because you're communicating on that theta waves brainwave state. People in hypnosis and animals are all in this frequency. Again, this is right brain functioning. Now let's move up faster to alpha wave. And this is between ages of five to eight, where the brain waves have changed and they're elevating a little bit from eight to 13 cycles per second. At this point, the analytical mind begins to form and children start to interpret and draw conclusions about their environment. Still though, they're in the inner world of imagination and sort of not quite in reality. So alpha wave is half left brain, half right brain. So as the children get older, they are losing their capability of communication because they're, they're moving out of this right brain functioning and more into left brain functioning. 
So children in this age group, imagination is pretty much everything. It's a light trance-like state. It's a, it's a great brainwave state for, you know, creativity and brainstorming and coming up with ideas. And, but also, you know, that's these brainwaves, these altered brainwaves for kids are exactly why they can't understand when you say, don't do that like six or seven times and they're still off in that theta wave or alpha wave of, oh, you know, but that's why they can't hear you or why they can't pay attention is because their brains do not function like that. And so a lot of times uh, kids, and I wanted to say this um, because this is, this is a hugely crucial time for children to instill positive beliefs about themselves is between the ages of zero to eight. Okay. Uh, so when you're saying to your kids, you never listen, your sister's smarter than you, uh, you always mess things up, you're so clumsy, big kids don't cry. These have a huge impact on the psyche of children at this age. And one of the biggest things that you can do is to try to instill positive, healthy belief system in the child uh, during those ages. And you need to take into consideration that their brain waves are not really allowing them to pay attention to you. But that's why they see more spirits that you can't is because their brain waves are not the same as yours. And here's where we get into what are your brain waves? Your brain waves are beta wave. And so from the ages of 12 upward, the brain activity increases to 13 and above cycles per second. And it's the world of conscious analytical thinking or the scientific mind. The mind is awake, it's focused, it's alert, and it's capable of logical thought. And so adults spend most of their time in this brainwave. And this is strictly left brainwave. Sorry about the reality of that. So we're all stuck in left brain. What a tragedy. So that is why your kids can see and hear dead grandpa and grandma. Okay, I'm going to try to catch this question. So Heba says, so I guess some of us stay much more in the right brain. Yes, and you have to practice at that, you know. You have to actively pursue meditation and figure out how to get, you know, information out of the subconscious through your meditative brainwave states. Hey to Merlina. Let's try to do a wave to you. And Donna Gates, I think if I scroll to the side, it might, it might let me. Mary Scheffler, good to see you. And Jean Bernard and Judy Marie, good to see you. I hope I have captured all the questions and answered them on this. Uh, let's see. Next week, I'm going to present to you seven dreams 
caused by anxiety. And then don't forget on December 27th is the dream show for December. And that is where I take people's dreams that they have turned in to me by email or Facebook Messenger or by messaging on uh, YouTube. Uh, and I analyze them anonymously for free on the show. So if you have had any strange dreams that you want a free interpretation on, go ahead and get those turned in. I think I have three or four already, as, but I need probably two or three more for the show. So go ahead and message those in. I want to uh, bring your attention to sponsor of tonight's show uh, which is stay kentucky it's a staycation site for people who want you know a quick getaway if you go to the site staykentucky.com you can find all kinds of restaurant suggestions airbnb quick links uh event quick links links to rep arena events and let's take a look at stay kentucky real quick I wish you guys on Facebook could do this. Yeah, try it out. Uh, go on the site and take a look and see what you think. And um, let's see. Yeah, next week, seven dreams caused by anxiety. And then if you are a Facebook watcher, uh, next Sunday is the Haunted Items Hunt, so stay tuned for that. I've got some really cool items that we went and found in Louisville. <laughs> so stay tuned for that, and I will see you next week. You guys have a fabulous week, and big prayers going out to everybody who's been devastated by the tornado. I still am waiting to hear from one family of ours in Western Kentucky. But hopefully everybody is okay. Love you guys. Kisses from Kentucky. And I will see you next week. Thank you.